But when I think of the words of the Flowers of Manchester, the ballad that was written anonymously within weeks of the disaster. According to a report in the Manchester Guardian on the 3rd of March 1958, the song was first heard in an upper room of the Princess Louise pub on High Holborn in London, where a group of people who called themselves the Ballads and Blues Movement met every Sunday night to listen to a collection of new and traditional songs. The Flowers of Manchester, the report said, was one of three songs that appeared in the Ballads and Blues programme, all of them dealing with the tragic events of the 6th of February. Each was different in mood and character, but the late fifties was the beginning of the folk revival, and they all fell within what was defined as the folk tradition. All three ballads were being sung at the Ballads and Blues Club before the end of February, and each of them evoked a deep emotional response from the audiences. In the case of two of them, this, the Manchester Guardian writer said, had less to do with the quality of the songs themselves than the tragic nature of the accident. The first, Manchester Mourns, by Dominic Behan, the brother of Irish playwright Brendan Behan, was in the heroic Irish tradition. Behan sang of gallant and brave boys, football is great and true. The second song, The Munich Tragedy, by Joe Moss, was written into an American tune, with words predominantly in the American idiom. It had an air of the hillbilly about it, which was about as remote from the world of Manchester football as it was possible to get. The third song, however, was right in the mainstream of the ballad tradition. It was emotional too, but it was free from bogus sentiment. It was the eloquence of the words that brought the tragedy vividly to life. The words of The Flowers of Manchester appeared in a folk magazine, Sing, in October 1958 but no music accompanied it. According to the magazine, the lyrics had been sent in anonymously, with a note saying it should be sung to the tune of High Germany. The song was first sung for wider public consumption by Mick Groves of the Liverpool-based folk group The Spinners. Mick was a United fan from Salford, and he sang it unaccompanied on The Spinners' first album, Keyside Songs Old and New, released in 1962. I first heard it being sung by Terry Whelan at the Pack Horse on Bridge Street, Manchester, in 1964. Terry was one of the resident singers at the Wayfarers Club, a folk club at the pub a crowd of us used to go to on a Saturday night. I got the words of the song from the Spinner's album, and when I set up a folk club myself, when I was at university in Dundee, I used to sing it regularly. I particularly remember doing it at a concert when I shared the bill with the Spinners and the American folk singer Tom Paxton. During the holidays, a whole crowd of us used to hitchhike around Ireland, often singing for our bed and breakfast on the way. A rendition of Flowers would always bring tears to the eyes of those present, not to mention fond memories of the Irishman, Billy Whelan, who lost his life in the crash. Nobody knows for certain who wrote the song, or who first sang it at Ballads and Blues. It is often attributed to Ewan McCall, but that is not correct. At the time it first appeared, McCall was a regular at Ballad and Blues, and he probably knew as much about it as anyone in Britain. He said he had seen several texts on the Munich disaster, but The Flowers of Manchester was certainly the best. McCall also collaborated with the Spinners on their version, which may go some way to explaining why for so many years he was rumoured to be its writer. Since 2001, before the home match that is closest to the anniversary of the disaster, fans have gathered under the Munich Memorial at Old Trafford to sing the Flowers of Manchester. This is now a regular event, 
The number of people attending increases every year, and it is recognised by the club, which fixes temporary boards on the wall under the memorial for fans to leave floral tributes. With its re-emergence, the mystery of the authorship of the song was for many cleared up. Tony Davis, of the Spinners, told a contributor to the United fanzine Red News that it had been written by Eric Winter, the Mancunian editor of Sing magazine. He'd published it anonymously in the magazine because it was the custom of folk singers to write anonymously at that time. They believed it gave the material more credence. This claim was backed up in Winter's obituary in The Guardian. His song, The Flowers of Manchester, prompted by the Munich air disaster, was recorded by the Spinners. The only doubt in my mind about this is the fact that the writer of the Manchester Guardian article that was published just over three weeks after the disaster was none other than Eric Winter. Would he have praised?